Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Coming at you from Waterloo, Iowa. The Growing in Grace podcast with Mike Kappler and Joel Brzezicki. Yes, indeed, a little city in northeast Iowa, Waterloo, named after a, well, a song from a 70s and 80s supergroup. ABBA. <laughs> that's where we got our name of our ABBA town. ABBA Father. <laughs> oh, yes, that too. ABBA Father. Was it ABBA or is it ABBA? Some people say ABBA. Oh, that's probably a good question. Uh, they're still debating that. I, I think they do say ABBA a lot. When when I was younger, I, I always called them ABBA. No. Well, I think we should spend our entire podcast talking about that because it's very <laughs> highly debatable. I think Casey I, Kasem would have said ABBA on listen, his Top 40 Countdown. You know, I'm an old rock guy, but I, I kind of have a confession if if our listeners would just kind of keep it to themselves because it, you know, it's kind of good for the heart sometimes to confess things. I really liked ABBA. I'm a I'm a no longer in the closet ABBA fan too. <laughs> I like Dancing Queen. I like my Waterloo. I like that song. I like I like a lot of ABBA tunes. Uh, you know, one of my favorites was uh, SOS. Yes, SOS is a good one. Yep. Yeah. And I anyway. like the BGs too. All right, that's enough of that. Uh, we should move <laughs> Who on sings here. Higher? ABBA yeah, really? or the Bee Gees? <laughs> I don't know. That's... Or Mr. Bill. <laughs> there we go on Mr. Bill again. Here we go. We're going to have to <laughs> listen to the podcast from a couple weeks ago. and um, We talked about uh, Mr. Bill probably, briefly. Probably better not, except for the, uh, the spiritual content. Yeah. After our little uh, spending some time saying nothing, listen to the rest of the podcast after that. <laughs> Well, here we are. Anyway, we'll get into some spiritual things now here on Growing in Grace. That's why people tune in. You get the funny things out of the way first. Did you ever notice that? We we hardly ever have funny stuff at the end after talking about the Bible. Maybe we should change that up, Joel. All right. At the end, I'm going to think of a joke. and We'll have that at the end. No, it's because we run out of time because we do get into some really good stuff. And I think that's what happens. All right. Maybe you can bring up that one about the priest, the gorilla, and the rabbi that walk into a bar. <laughs> okay. Well, I got one for you. Two men walk into a bar. The third man ducks. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> and some people are still thinking, what? He's done? The joke's over? Yes, that was it. Two men walk into a bar. The third man ducks. Yes. Rewind if you must. But all right. Hey, uh, you know... It's, I don't want to say it's a shame we have to talk about this, but in some ways it is. Yeah. No, I hear you. The law, the Mm -hmm. commandments that came through Moses, Christianity in general continues to apply those old covenant principles that were meant for Israel under that old covenant, which we now know is obsolete. But Christianity will still try to apply much or some of that law into Christian doctrine, church statements, Bible teaching, and mix it with uh, the new covenant of Christ. And yeah, we've talked about this a lot, but we're gonna, once again, we're going to look at it maybe from a little different perspective. 
try to bring out some things that will hopefully maybe better explain and uh, help develop the proper mindset for many out there who are struggling with these issues of doctrine. Uh, because Joel, I mean, you know, it's sometimes these things you and I, we put these little blips out there on Facebook or Twitter, you know, we blog or whatever. And people sometimes think that we're way off the mark somewhere because you can't really cover a whole lot of information on a short social uh, media post. And so you, once in a while we, we run into people, some of them personal friends of ours even that we've known for a long time who are stuck in a, a, a traditional Christian mindset that hasn't really taught or, or developed the people within their church to understand what was accomplished through the finished work of Christ. And they're frequently applying these old covenant commandments as if they are meant to be part of the Christian life. So we're hoping that we can help some people understand some, some basic foundational things here in the weeks ahead. And it may take some weeks as we sift through some of this, even though it's all very simple. I think after we get done doing some of this for the next month or so, uh, we're going to be able to, maybe it will be a few weeks, I don't know. Uh, I think we'll be able to help people begin to see some light where they never maybe didn't see it before. And, and again, some of it, when people start thinking about the Bible and what they believe, so much of that, because we can all look at a verse of, or a passage of Scripture and begin to think, this is how I'm reading it. This is what I see in this passage. It's filtered through a mindset. And if you've been t- uh, taught a mixed covenant message, you're going to see the Scripture through that mindset or through those eyes, through those lenses. Um, we want to try to help change that so that you can be freed from something that you were never really supposed to be a part of anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just talking with somebody the other day on on Facebook about how there's a lot of stuff that I was taught in church, and I didn't say this, but in, in, in the legalistic church, but there were a lot of things that I was taught that actually aren't really in the Bible. They're traditions that have been taught, and they're based on verses in the Bible, but a lot of them are Bible verses taken out of context. And, and with that said, by the way, we're planning on, in the future here, uh, doing maybe a few podcasts on some of those verses that are taken out of context, but that's for another time. And then I said, what's even worse is that there are a lot of things that are in the Bible that I have not been taught, that I was not taught in church. These are verses and passages that give very important doctrine and understanding about, and in, and in many cases, about the law, what the purpose of the law was. I mean, there are a lot of things that the Apostle Paul wrote about the law. He was a Jew. He had lived his entire life under the law. He knew the law inside and out, and he shared a lot of things from his insight, and, and he had learned from Jesus himself all of these things about the gospel and the purpose that the law had. The law did have a purpose. Paul wrote in one place, it was added because of transgressions until the seed should come to whom the promise was made, talking about the promise that God made to Abraham that superseded the law. The law was 430 years after the promise that God made to Abraham, and uh, Paul said that that promise cannot be annulled by the law. And so Paul wrote all of these things about the law, but if you have this mindset, like what you were talking about, this mindset that in Christianity we're meant to live by the law, and I know that people will take certain verses 
like, if you love me, keep my commandments, and they'll apply that to, they're, they're thinking that Paul that Jesus was talking about the Ten Commandments, or the, the law of Moses as a whole. So they'll take that, and they'll miss everything else that Paul said about the law, and how the law was given to Jews only, was given to Israel only, and that Israel, the people of Israel, had to die to the law in order to be married to Christ. In order to be joined together together with Christ, Paul said in Romans 7, they had to die to the law. And if you're dead to something, you're not under it anymore. And so this mindset, there is this general mindset in the church today that we're, as Christians, we're supposed to follow the Ten Commandments and the whole rest of the law, although there's parts of the law that we're not supposed to follow anymore. And so we're going to get into some of this in the next few weeks. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So that's what we've got. We've got people who say, we know that some of the law no longer applies. Uh, the obvious might be the sacrifice of, of animals, some of the dietary laws, I would say. Very few churches are, are advocating that people try to uh, abide by those. Because, you know, w- what a lot of people don't realize including myself, really. I mean, as much as we talk about this, Joel, I think what a lot of people don't realize is is how heavy and burdensome trying to keep all of those commandments were. Not not just the, the 10 that were written on stone, but the 600-plus other laws that were also a part of this package known as the law. And and see, that that's the key. This was not just your ceremonial laws over here, uh, your dietary laws here, sacrificial laws over here, uh, the Ten Commandments on top of all of them, all of that that I just mentioned, all of these were together as one referred to as the law. It was one package all put together. And what did God say about this law, this package, these commandments, these statutes? Deuteronomy 12.32, whatever I command you, you shall be careful to do. You shall not add to nor take away from it. That's important to realize. You'll find something similar in, in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 2. Don't add to it. Don't take away from it. It's a package deal. It's the law. So that, number one, can't be done. You, you can't just say, well, uh, the Ten Commandments should be applied to our lives today um, and uh, a few other ones that we'll pick and choose. But these other ones really don't apply anymore, like some of the diets and some of the clothing laws and, and some of the sacrificial laws. We're, we're going to put those. Those were done away with. Well, who got to decide that? And where specifically in New Covenant writings do you find this? See, Again, the mindset factor. This is what people think, but it's not in the Bible. And by the way, let's get specific here. I want to know, uh, you know, do we get to use a line item veto on the law? I mean, does the Bible say we get to do that? Where some things get thrown out, some things are kept, like you're the president of Christianity. And who gets to be the one to decide those things? Who specifically can tell you? It certainly wasn't Paul or any of the other apostles. They, they didn't list out which ones no longer apply and which ones would still do. Quite the opposite, in fact. And I know we're, we're running a little short on time for this one, Joel, so I'll let you finish up here. But we're just trying to get the thought process started. Yeah, and, and it, it is a mindset, and it does have to do with 
a lot of verses that are taken out of context. I mean, Paul did say that the law was taken out of the way, nailed to the cross. And so they'll say, well, that was only the ceremonial laws. And so uh, we'll look at that verse in the coming weeks and the verses that surround it that show what Paul was really talking about. But like you say, the law cannot be broken up. You know, James said that if you keep the whole law, and in the context of what we're talking about here, the whole law is 613 commandments. If you keep the entire law and fall short in only one of them, then you're guilty of all. And that really is the point of why the law was given. It was given to show that everybody is guilty of all. There is nobody who can really keep it. Hebrews 8 says that, you know, God found fault with them, found fault with the people. The people who were under the law, God found fault with them. That's why a new covenant was needed. And so in the weeks to come, we'll be looking at some of the reasons the law was given. A lot of these other verses we'll be looking at in context to show what Paul was talking about when he talked about the law. Like you're saying, Cap, it was an entire thing. You can't just pick and choose. You can't break it up. It's all the law. And so we'll talk about that and much more in the weeks to come and hopefully free you up if you have a mindset that we're supposed to be under the law. Uh, So that's all coming up in the weeks to come right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.